0: I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Love is Blind Lately. I'm your host, Aquila Friend. And today, we're going to be talking to Mark Cuevas, the main cast member behind Love is Blind Lately, which is a global phenomenon. And we'll, we'll be chatting with him about everything that's happened on the show, as well as thereafter. So let's get right into it. Hi, Mark.
1: What's up? What's up? How you doing, Kayla?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, where we we'll to talk about, again, everything behind your life, what happened in Love is Blind, and, you know, everything that you've been up to since the phenomenon aired, which I can't believe it's only been months since then. It feels like it's been years since oh, Love is Blind, yeah. everything that's been happening this year. It's
1: It's been a wild ride. Yeah, twenty twenty has been a year that we're probably never gonna forget. So <laughs> definitely, literally, it definitely, yeah, <laughs> it, it feels it, it's gone by so fast though. So that I guess that's a good thing. So I mean, since the show came out and everything like that, it's just gone. it's so quick, and now we're here. So
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, seriously, and and I just want to give people a backstory because I know we've each been promoting the fact that we'll be doing this interview. And it's been pushed back a few weeks. And that's really because, you know, as after Buzz and specifically as as Akilah, as Mark, you know, individual persons, like we've really taken into account everything that's going on with Black Lives Matter, everything that's going on with the world, social injustice, things of that that nature. And we thought it wouldn't be right to to then talk about, you know, our lives when when so many other things <laughs> so many other things are going on. But
1: totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. I do want
0: to ask though, how have you been like, you know?
1: drop these um, past weeks? Uh, no, the past couple of weeks, I've been uh, a bit of an emotional roller coaster. you know, I mean, for myself, you know, with the protests that have happened, I've gone out to protest. I try to educate myself, educate other people. So it's been, um, for me, just a bit of just like not a, a, awakening is the word that pops up right now. But for me, it's just like the, the, I feel all of it, like all of us are in this together, you know, and to be able to Come together as one country, people like and believe in one thing. I, it's been such a powerful movement the past couple of weeks. And so for me, it's, it's been nothing short of like, honestly, maybe something we needed to have, you know, for us yeah. to come together and like, and, you know, educating my friends, family. And so it's just, Pasco. aside from, you know, all this craziness and uh, coronavirus happening, and, you know, adjusting to that, being stuck at home all the time, yeah. um, you know, it's, I think it's, it's that saying it's just like adapt. It's just you just have to you just have to adapt. And mm-hmm. that's all I've been trying to do is just take it one day at a time and just adapt.
0: I get that. I get that. I feel like that's all we actually can do. And and I feel I feel the same way. I feel like this is type the the moment where I think the pot or the water is finally boiled over it. Like f- folks are finally feeling it and they're like, no, this time is gonna be different and, and this is why. So I love that you've been to protest and I love that you've been, you know, chatting with family about everything. I think that's that's where it starts.
1: Well, for me, uh, you know, growing up, both my parents are from Mexico. So for me, I grew up minority and, you know, not saying that like any comparison or anything, but I know that all of us are in this together. You know what I'm saying? And so we've all dealt with our sense of injustice and, you know, it's not that I think that my situation is worse or that situation is worse. It's that like, we can come together as a unit and just say like, hey, we got this together because Strength in Numbers is really how we make that change. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes,
0: you know what? This is this is This is why. This is why to this day I'm like, why did it not work out with you and Jessica? But I see it, I don't, but I'm like this. This, you know, I, I really appreciate your sentiments, truly. And so, you know, I want to obviously stick to the task and stick to you, us chatting about Love Is Blind. But I thought that was important to at least mention. And I'm glad you were able to share your insights with that. So,
1: you no, know, no, thank you. Yeah.
0: So then let's start from the very beginning.
1: Um, how mm-hmm. did
0: you find out about Love Is Blind?
1: Well, actually, they found out about me. I guess I don't know. They, they, they slid, they slid, in, they slid in my DMs. So I, I never in my entire life thought that I was ever gonna be on a reality show. Like my extent to reality TV knowledge was like Jersey Shore back when everybody watched it, you know. And so I never was like, you know what, I want to do that. And even if I was to do that, I was, you know, I've always been the athletic type. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go do like some like a challenge or something that like. competition and so when they went into my dms i was there was just like there's this atlanta singles project and uh you know we want to see if like if you're not interested send this over and i just kept saying like "Eh, why not and then literally literally three months later i have these interviews and i'm talking on the phone and then two (laughs) weeks before i didn't know i was going to be on until like two weeks before we were sent down there and then they were like well we're kind of deciding between you and a couple other people and then They just sent me down, they sent me the email and they're like, hey, all clear, just get your outfits together, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Wow,
0: I love it. So I guess throughout that whole time, did they ever tell you about the concept of the show? Like, what was your first reaction
1: when you found out about, you know, you're falling in love through a pod? Well, they were very, uh, very upfront um, Mm. in terms of like what the concept was that you could possibly marry somebody. And like, are you ready for that? And at the time I was 24 and so, you know, for me, I've always been like that hopeless romantic, right? Like I've, you know, I've grown up and, you know, in a household like my mom's always been like that. I guess it maybe it's the Spanish in me, right? It's like, that's that's how we are, a romantic type. And so I was like, if I find that at 24, awesome. If not, then I'm like, well, I'm probably going to experience something. We're probably going to like go through it together. So it'll be cool regardless. So I went into it just very open-minded and very just ready for anything to happen and no expectation basically and just wanting to be myself. And so when first day it was from day one to day none, like I was just being me, you know? Yeah
0: yeah i love it and that's i mean i think that's the way to be especially when you're talking about love and you're forever after you might
1: as well be up front from the very beginning so oh 100 100 yeah i'd never been on camera before either so wow. it was just that was so my the first scene what was funny is like when i walked in that was a genuine like the first words that i said was oh shit <laughs> yes like, because i because i stared at every single camera and i was just like what <laughs> like this is like, and you get used to it. And so that was like the, one of the first things that happened because like, I'd never been on camera before. Yeah. That's incredible. Oh my God. Well, I mean, what did you love
0: most about the overall process?
1: Um, You know, it was very, very therapeutic in a way mm-hmm. of like, not just the fact that I'm asking these questions to someone to try to get to know them, to see if we can build an emotional connection. But like, I had to dig down deep of like, what do I want in someone? Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. j- like, if this is for real, if we're trying to find that special person, it's like, I'm asking you these questions, not just to ask them, like, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite yeah. food? No, it's like, you know, what's the biggest thing you've learned in a relationship in the past, or, you know, what's your biggest fear and things like that, that like, you really get to know that person deep down in those pods. that my favorite thing about the experience was, being able to connect not just with Jess, but other people that are like, now my brothers and sisters, you know, yeah. to me that I could that I consider, you know, like Lauren, Cameron, uh, Amber, Barnett, all the GG Gigi, like, they're like, my brothers and sisters, because we know each other to like, our deep down core. And that to me was just like, such a beautiful thing. Because like, now I apply those questions or everything like that, to every relationship that I whether it's a friendship. Romantic relationship or family even to like Mm -hmm. hey like I want to get to know you guys now And that's what my favorite part was was just being able to dive deep into someone and for who they are and not the surface level
0: Yeah, I love that I mean, so if you're saying that you left with a notion or you were asking the questions that you thought This is who would determine in a way the love of my life like from a high level What were some of those points that you really consider in your forever after? What are some of those Uh, like
1: Okay, so qualities for me, like values was family. Family has like, has the utmost importance, you know? And to me that like, honestly, that's pretty much the main, like not because like I'm saying that you need to be able to, like I'm obsessed with my family. It's like, no, we're going to create a family together. And it's almost like this team environment, right? Is that if we're going to create this together, it's, we can't just be like, whatever you want to do, what I want to do. It's It's selflessly working together for a common goal to be able to create that kind of stability for our own family, you know? Mm-hmm. And that to me is very, very important. That's like the number one thing. If someone isn't close with their own family, I'm like, well, how are you going to be close with me and our family, you know? True. And I could be wrong. I could be, that could be, but that's just the way I- That's your I'm preference, about, right? Yeah, that's my preference, you know? And that's just what I see because more often than not in the relationships I've been in the past when someone wasn't close with their family, there was always this like weirdness of like, hey, I got to go do this thing with my family or I got to go do this for my family. Like, you know, and they're like, why? You know, and I'm like, what do you mean, why? Like, that's my my people. What do you mean? That's why, you know? And so (laughs) that, the values, like that's the number one thing that I was looking for is like someone that was like family oriented, you know, and and not necessarily had to be like uber, like, you know, obsessed with me, but like something like loyalty and trust that goes Mm -hmm. like, I think, hand in hand, like someone that, can communicate. And once we have those communication skills, like that show really brought that out of like, what do I value most? And communication is like right up there with just the family side, you know, like not, and not saying like, Oh, communicate your feelings at all times. Like sometimes I'm like, look, leave me alone. (laughs) You know, but like being able to express yourself and say like, Hey, like it upsets me when this happens in a healthy way, but like, why don't we work on this? And I'm like, I'm all about that. If you come at me like that, I'm like, Let's do it. It works. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. So then what did you like the least about the whole experience? Um, I mean, there, there, it's, see, it's hard to say the least because, you know, it's, you know, a lot of, I, I look at that as more like, what do, what do you regret the most? So like for mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. I loved everything about it because even though it didn't work out at 26 years old now, it was like an emotional boot camp that like, I look at, I, I feel like I fast forwarded my life by like 10 years
0: you know mentally
1: like an emotional intelligence level and I'm like more aware of things I'm like energy and like communicating and all this Mm -hmm. thing so like to me it's not that I hated anything I mean it's just more so of like I had so many things that just impacted me so much and like I honestly the whole experience if I do it the same way I do the exact same way again you know I
0: love that okay Yes, this sounds like it was such a positive experience, which I love to hear. I love to hear. Well,
1: I, I think I think if we if we sit down and like I, if I'm always like oh this happened to me, no, it's like mm-hmm. this happened for me. You know, this exactly happened. So for me when I do find that right person for me, I'm like, hey, like I learned this from this, and like you get me now. Like it's not this like confused kid or guy that's growing up or in that stage that maybe I wouldn't have learned these things at age 29 or 30. Now I'm mm-hmm. 26 years old and I know these things about communication and moving forward and like, you know, really setting that tone in a relationship. Right, you know? right.
0: I love it. So, I mean, I guess before we get into the relationship that we've come to know you for, the relationship um, and love and just with Jessica, was there anyone else that you connected with in the pods that we probably just didn't see or was it always you know
1: what? she's the one you know I I it was always Jess was it was that initial attraction right we were both from Chicago and and that wasn't just what we connected over we talked about everything we knew everything about each other and you know from our jobs to our dogs to like our family like we knew everything about each other and so I don't I think I think I tried to connect with other folks but they ended up turning into like my bottom my last three my top three were um, Amber diamond and uh jess those are my final three that were mm-hmm. like made it to the end and i was helping A- literally i was helping amber with barnett and then i was helping <laughs> diamond with carlton so i'm like was it, there was nothing that like were as strong as what i had with jess so mm-hmm. did i try to be- i definitely made connections in terms of friendships like those those girls are like my sisters but yeah romantically not it was pretty much Jess the whole time
0: okay so I would say, though, and I think it was the big anchor of your relationship, is the fact that your age came up a lot in your relationship with Jess. Um, so yeah. at the time, you were 24, as you mentioned, she was
1: 34. Um, do you generally date older women? Um, you know, what's funny, probably like a couple years older is what I would yeah. like say, like two to three. Maybe like that would be like my track record of like if I dated somebody or the same age but never 10 years older and Mm -hmm. you know for for myself from what I learned and after reflecting on this whole thing is that like at age 24 and 34 who she was established woman very like very hardworking, like we're just two different worlds you know and you know Mm -hmm. it's not that you know I got to know her for who she was personally but you know that's the whole experiment is can you last in the real world and you know she's a aside from everybody you know going after her and all these things it's like i think people should cut her some slack because it's like these are two different worlds trying to make it work like i'm in my 20s she's in her 30s like it's it's two different sets of goals like me i was figuring myself out at that time and she you know already is like hey like i'm i'm good like what's going on right (laughs) yeah and so this unspoken disconnection right it's Mm -hmm, like like mm -hmm. this like we probably were just trying to pinpoint it but deep down it was really just like two different worlds trying to coexist that really had no business working together. Now, emotionally, I think we would have worked out, like personally, whatever, but I think deep down, that age gap was just too much to overcome.
0: It was a, yeah, yeah. I can understand that. Would you say that you overall were probably too young for the experience or for marriage? Or were you, or to folks who say that, or would you say that, you know what, actually, no, I was ready and I was, you know ready to make this happen. I
1: don't think, I don't think it was for the, ex- I don't think I was too young for the experience, for the mm-hmm. experience on the show. I think it was just the person I was with. And it, again, right. it's not against her. It's not against, it's just the situation. And like, mm-hmm. we've tried to make it work and it didn't work, you know, and I, yeah. and I fought for it. And I, I made a promise to myself that I'd give it my best shot. And if it didn't work, at least I don't have any regrets. Right. And yeah. so for me that, I don't think I was too young. I think, Had it been maybe somebody in the similar mindset, like where I wasn't at that point in life, maybe it would have worked. Maybe it wouldn't have. But, you know, I know for me and Jess, I think it was just two different points in life. Yeah,
0: yeah, I get that. Um, I also read somewhere that you and Jessica didn't actually live together. Is that,
1: is that true? Well, I mean, I had first, so when we, <laughs> being both from Atlanta, you know, her house was actually like down the street from where we were. It was probably like 10 minutes away. So there would be times like she, where I, we stayed together and then sometimes we didn't, you know, in the beginning, we, and early on when we first moved to Atlanta um, or got to that apartment, she would stay at her place because she had to travel or something. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to stay here regardless. But towards the end, like the last week before our wedding day, we stayed there together, like pretty much every day all the time okay so it was okay. like a, it was like a little like maybe little half and half <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah a little half and half
0: okay um i did remember at one point i think honestly all the viewers thought this was the the cutest thing the most romantic thing that you did which is kind of recreate that moment that you all had in the pods for dinner um what made you decide to do that and are you generally that romantic in your relationships
1: i mean i don't want to toot my own horn but like, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> No, I you know what's funny. I actually walked up to the producer uh, that was our like main producer for like our group. And I was like, "I want to do this. I think that we should try to because I was like trying to brainstorm of like getting back to who we were because there was a huge disconnect from the end of Mexico to like the beginning of Atlanta, and like mm-hmm. trying to get it all together. So I said, "Look, we need to stop right now. This is what I want to do." She comes home from her uh, business trip. And I want to try it. At least I know that, again, it goes back to like, at least I pulled out all the stops to try it. You know, yeah. if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And we connected more so when I tried that than, you know, again, than what we what was working in the past. So I'm all about trying to find solutions to problems. And yeah, I, I was just like, let's take a chance. And I, I, I've always been a bit of, like I said, a hopeless romantic. And so I was like, why not? rose petals, we we'll add some wine. And like, you know, I had a little bit of help setting it up, but that was, that, that was all me, that, that idea was all me.
0: Love it, love it. I mean, literally, I'm a hopeless romantic as well, so I was definitely like, oh my god, this is the best. <laughs> but that's great, that's great. Um, <laughs> I would say a big thing too was just watching the show, besides the age, is, is seeing how torn Jessica was between you and Barnett. Did you ever have a sense of that like
1: throughout your engagement, that potentially her eyes are somewhere else? Um, I had like, a gut feeling that like you know you try to figure out what it is right because i don't think to me personally i don't think it was the height thing like i'm right. i'm actually i'm five i'm not five four like everybody thinks i'm five <laughs> four. like i'm i'm actually tall all the other guys are just six four and i'm five right. eight, you know what i mean so for me yeah. i was like i don't it's not that the age gap she knew that before she said yes uh sure. she knew how old she knew how old that was um then on top of that too she knew what I did for a living she knew every everything about me and so I think deep down it was just like there was something more than that I couldn't so in my heart my gut I was like what if there's someone else but you know Barnett was my roommate at a certain point and so we had actually talked about it and we were good we actually I didn't even know that was still a thing until once we watched it with everybody like we watched it at the same time that everybody else got to see it. So wow. we didn't get to see an early preview, nothing. So when I, that happened, me and Barnett were texting like, "Yo, what the hell?" Because we were cool. <laughs> we we did we didn't even think anything of it. And even I, you know, I didn't think it was that big bigger of an issue then. But you know, I didn't know that that was the thing until late like later on.
0: That is crazy. Oh my gosh. Wow. And so, yeah. did you reach out to? And you didn't reach out to her before the reunion. I think during the reunion, it uh, for the first so- time.
1: So she had called, so the day before the show came out, uh, she called me, like, we didn't talk for a year and a half, like, the whole time the show wasn't airing, we didn't talk, so she called me the day before and apologized for whatever, and then we talked for a couple minutes, and then that was that, and then I didn't talk to her again until the reunion happened, and then once Mm -hmm. the reunion happened, that's where we kind of squashed everything that had gone down, and, like, really communicated, and, like, we did a couple interviews together, and I told her, I was like, hey, if you ever need anything, let me know, and so, we're not like best friends but we're like hey like we went through an experience together and never gonna forget it <laughs> you know yeah. it's this is something that's like you, it happens like lightning in a bottle you know and so we just that's something you go through with somebody and oh, oh there we go there sorry. we go <laughs> sorry there we go sorry it's something that goes like lightning in a bottle and then like it just happens you know yeah
0: I've got to, and probably the biggest question is, is really, why didn't you leave? Like why, when you realized or started to realize Jessica's doubts in you as a partner, didn't you just
1: decide to, you know, I'm going to end things? Well, for myself, you know, and I'll I'll say this, like I haven't typically, growing up, I didn't necessarily see the best relationships, right? Like Mm -hmm. whether it was family members or whatever. And so for me, learning from other people's mistakes, I didn't want to be the guy that like, an engagement i took it seriously like i don't want to just bail when things get hard you know things mm-hmm. I, i'm like i would rather like because i knew what we had met emotionally you know and so i would rather go up down on my sword of like everything i tried everything then yeah. imagine when we're married and then we get into an argument or something happen, which is gonna happen mm-hmm. like see like and then i'd be like you know what i'm out i'm out i'll just walk out like and then just quit like, I'm not a, I'm not a quitter like that. I don't do things like that. So I wanted to exhaust every option and like try to make it work. And I think in that, what it taught me was just being resilient in a relationship and standing my ground. And, you know, I just, which I think probably any other situation probably I be like, all right, peace. But because yeah. I took engagement so serious that I was like, no, we're, we're going to try to fight through it, you know?
0: I get that. Okay. Is there anything you wish you or Jessica may have done differently?
1: Honestly, like I said, hindsight's twenty twenty. 20. Uh, I think yeah. everything happened the way it was supposed to happen. And, you know, if I say, like, hey, like, I could have done said this, or you could have said that, like, sure, now, but everything happened the way it was supposed to. And we're both in like better places now for it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So then, real quick, take us to the day of the wedding. Um, you know, your feelings, any inkling that you thought Jessica may have said no or say no at that point, you know, just,
1: What happened that day? What what was going through your mind? I mean, I was nervous. I'm not gonna lie. I was just like, Woof. Like, (laughs) I mean, that that I mean, I felt it was I was more nervous. I probably second most nervous I've ever been. First nervous was right before the reveal, right when the 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 thing opened up, the doors opened up and I saw her because I'm like I was like, Oh, Mark, don't lock out your legs. Like so like (laughs) going up there and like your whole family staring at you, I was like, holy cow, this is like Insane, but you know, it. The whole day, I was just really just, hey, I'm gonna stick to my truth. I'm gonna stick to like what I feel, what I believe, like what I feel about this woman. Because if I do anything different, it's just not gonna feel authentic to me. And I made a promise to myself that I was just gonna be authentic. And so when I saw her walk down the aisle in a dress, she had told me she wasn't gonna wear a dress. And so when I saw when I saw her walk down the aisle in a dress, I was like, well, I mean, it's you know, you, you're that. 24-year-old kid that gets caught up in the moment, you know? <laughs> love it, love it.
0: Um, well, as you have seen now, season two is officially in the works. Casting is underway. Uh, for those who are in Chicago, I know you're native um, Chicago, but what folks who want to get this opportunity, what advice would you have for them? And, you know, what kind of things should they look forward to?
1: I think, so, to so things to watch out, I think folks should it's really cheesy to say be yourself right it's like you have some time to work on yourself before you get on this. like deep down like we didn't we didn't know what we were in for we just went into it and just did it right what i would say for anyone going into it with like really write down what you want in a relationship what is your compliment in a partner what are your love languages what are things like that like that you're like, this is serious. It's real. It's not something that like should be taken lightly. It's not something because the people that took it lightly, you know, you know, whether it worked out or not, it's like, we all made it to Mexico because we were all invested in the process. You know, Mm -hmm. even if it was, you know, messy or not, you know, whatever our situation was, it's like, we were all invested in the process. And so anybody that's going to go do this, like take the time now to really like emphasize what you want or need in a partner and, just go with it because don't be saying like, I'm going to, I'm going to find a person no matter what, because you're going to force something that isn't going to work. So just really take the time, write down those things. Like what, like what, who you are, because that's when you change yourself, that's when you can really kind of show that to someone else and be like, I want to be with that as opposed to looking for someone to complete you. You see what I mean? So that's Mm -hmm. like, you have to be okay with yourself. And so once you get into it, looking forward to things is look forward to just finding something within yourself that you didn't know you had all of us we when we were in these interviews every single person on this show cried I don't care who they are (laughs) who they said like you ask anybody that whatever point they were in this show it's like we all cried because we opened up in a way that we had never, some of us had never opened up to before. Mm -hmm. And then when we walked out, we were just like, this is like therapeutic. So it made us form this bond together, which is why all of us are still relatively close, you know, whether we hang out together or not, but it's like, when we're together, we're like, we went through this together, you know? So be prepared to just let all that, all those walls down because I don't care if you're the toughest person in the world, you're going to break this mentally and emotionally. (laughs) It's gonna hit you harder than a bag of bricks, I promise. Yeah. Wow, wow.
0: So I mean, speaking of casting, do you see yourself probably going back to reality TV in any capacity, any shows that you would
1: potentially say, listen, look out for me, I'm coming. I mean, I, I'm not opposed to the idea. I mean, if I went on Love Is My Season 2, I don't think that'd be like, everyone would know, like, oh, wait, what's your name, Mark? Wait, what? So right. I don't know if that, that really works, but like, I wouldn't be opposed to it I'm you know for me that experience was awesome so I just know that every experience that I do moving forward whether it's reality tv or not it's like I'm just gonna be myself and so to me that's all I can hope for and I would I wouldn't be against it
0: truth truth okay
1: all right we'll we'll, we'll be on the lookout be on the be on the lookout be on the lookout we'll see we'll see.
0: Um, I know that this show happened so long, or was taped so long ago. So tell me, or tell us very briefly, what kind of stuff have you been up to lately?
1: So, um, I mean, since the quarantine happened, it was pretty crazy. (laughs) Uh, I started doing Instagram live workout. I'm still a group fitness instructor. to Be honest, like I think a lot of folks don't really know what that means. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. people think that it's like this like guy on a mic that's just like doing these like right. workouts. Break it like, down for whatever. the people, Mark. Break it and down. Like, <laughs> no, it's like it goes so much deeper than that, right? What I do is when I get into these rooms, it's when I'm coaching, it's like I get into this state of flow of like I have 55 minutes to change someone's day. That's how I do mm-hmm. it every single time. Mm-hmm. And so it's a it's a craft. And like anything, I was, you know, I got better and better and better and now. I, I've been doing that with doing Instagram lives and like now I'm starting a YouTube channel. So doing things like that. And so I, I want to be able to help as many people as I can, whether it's health, fitness, well, like any kind of wellness. Um, so I, that, that's really what I've been up to. And um hanging out with some friends, well, some friends that I can't hang out with. Right. Right. The ones that have been like together, okay, you're staying kind of isolated. I'm staying isolated. (laughs) So it's, I've been just, you know, I'm really focused on being a better man, brother, like whether that's financially reading books, whether that's, Mm -hmm. you know, reading more or meditating more, writing down my goals and everything. So this whole process post-show has really taught me especially quarantine because I'm really glad it I hate that it happened but I'm glad it happened because it yeah. really showed me like the things that I need to work on to have that discipline so yeah I've been I working on myself basically the answer working on myself fitness is still my thing and still trying to help as many people as I can and yeah just been moving move, trying to move the needle as much as I can
0: I love that, that's that's literally growth. I won't, or actually you can share. If you are dating anyone, Post Love Is Blind, let's let's hear I about mean, it. You know, just, yeah,
1: I just, okay. I'm just being me, I'm just being okay. me. You know, I, I can't, you know, I'm just, I'm just doing my thing, you know, I just, <laughs> <laughs> a gentleman never kisses and tells, that's what they say. I feel it, I feel it. <laughs> no, nah, it's, you know, I'm, like I said, I think the biggest thing that I could do for anyone that I decide to date is initially like work on myself And that's, I've been just so headstrong on that. And like, Mm -hmm. like all my best friends, we've come together and we're like, all right, what do we need to learn financially? What do we need to learn this? And so that is my inner circle. I'm like, I need to level up my mentality first, in my opinion, before I can give someone the life that I want to give them or together. We work together to do that. You know what I mean? And so that's what I look for because love is blind taught me so much of the seriousness of a relationship that. That is the building blocks, the foundation into getting to that next level. So I want to make sure that I can give someone something emotionally, you know, mentally, financially, like a, a true man, as opposed to what I was before where I was figuring it out, you know, Yeah. which is still not bad. It's just, I know what I'm capable of and what I want to do, you know? And mm-hmm. so that's why I'm kind of taking my time with the dating world right now. And yeah, trust you're me, leveling up,
0: period. You're leveling up and I love to hear it. That's
1: amazing.
0: <laughs> 100%, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Well, you know, this was so great, Mark. It was great talking to you. Great getting more insights on your experience, on what you've been up to lately. Thank you so much, so much for joining us. And yeah, real quick. it's um,
1: always a pleasure. Yeah. Yes,
0: yeah, always a pleasure. Obviously, you know exactly where to find him, but if you want to give your socials real quick, we can, we can share that as well.
1: Yeah, so it's uh, at, so my Instagram is Mark Anthony Cuevas uh, with a one underscore. Twitter is the same thing. Everything's pretty much the same thing. TikTok is the same thing. I I made sure like everybody can find me on the same one. Yeah. Uh, the YouTube channel. My first episode will be up this Monday, upcoming Monday, uh, the twenty second. I think that's the date. Ooh. So that that I'll be answering. Oh my. There we go. My battery life. There we go. So like, uh, I'll be answering questions from love is blind quarantine and anything fitness related. I did like inquiry today for like all anybody that follows me. So yeah. stay tuned for that on my YouTube channel. I'll post about it in all the socials. And so, yeah, just trying to, Stay busy now.
0: <laughs> nice. Okay, we are looking forward to that. All right, next week we're ready. And and to everyone, my social at Akilah Friend, that's A-K-I-L-A-H-2-X-F-F-R-I-E-N-D. Thank you so much for joining us and catch us next week, same time, same place, where we'll talk about all things Love is Blind lately. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV.